Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, a show where you get comics, pop culture, and sports. And it is sports time, as we got a little fun treat for you today. Uh, joining me today, Craig Needles. How the heck are you? Doing well. I'm uh, excited to get into uh, what should be a pretty fun topic. Yeah, we got a fun thought exercise that we're going to get into as far as uh, the NFL goes. Because it's it's been two weeks since we've talked NFL, Craig. It's far too long. Far, far, far too long. Uh, but uh, before we get into this, a um, little bit of housekeeping. If you are listening to this episode on SoundCloud, this will be the last episode of the crossover podcast that ever makes it onto SoundCloud because I am not re-upping my subscription to SoundCloud. So uh, this is your last chance. Uh, we're on plenty of other uh, platforms. I'll list them all at the end. Uh, so if you are on SoundCloud and have not uh, adjusted your strategy, please do so accordingly from here on out because this will be the last podcast that the Crossover Podcast probably ever releases on SoundCloud. Uh, that said, we got a fun thought exercise uh, if you're an NFL fan that Craig and I are going to do. Um, we got to talking, or texting rather, to be uh, more uh, accurate. And we were thinking, normally the off season there's a lot of talk a lot of you know like people will talk they'll beak a little bit about oh you know there's going to be tons of quarterback movement this year and it just never really happens uh there's a very good chance this is the year that it finally happens because i mean we we were texting back and forth and and there are very little certainties going on right now as far as the quarterback position in the nfl there's almost nothing in fact i would say this from week one of 2020 to week one of 2021, there are 14 quarterback jobs where I would say I'm certain the same guy will start, barring injury, the same guy will start. Now, there are others. It, it will be more than 14 when we actually math it out. And some of that 14 includes the Chargers, who didn't start Justin Herbert in week one, and the Dolphins, who didn't start Tua Tagovailoa in week one. Now, the Dolphins may have a different quarterback anyway, but bear with me. Um, some of those 14 will include that. But the, the key thing here is uh, – there, there could be as many as 18 teams who have a different starting quarterback week one of 2018 or 20, um, 2021 rather compared to week one of 2020, which I don't think that's ever happened before. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're, we're going to go through the teams in alphabetical order, at le- or at least I think we're going to go in alphabetical order because uh, you want to go down? Uh, well, I do have it written in alphabetical order, but okay, we certainly... Well, here's the funny thing I wanted to tell you. You know what happens if you if you Google uh, NFL list of NFL teams in alphabetical order, Craig? Um, the first thing you get is a list of NFL teams that is in no way in alphabetical order, despite the, the claim of the website, which is hilarious. Not only are they not in alphabetical order, but I wrote down the Oakland Raiders while I was collecting. Oh. So uh, if this is not in alphabetical order... Um, my bad. Blame the first website that comes up when you type in NFL teams in alphabetical order because it certainly wasn't, and it was incredibly annoying. Uh, obviously, some of these teams will take longer than others. Uh, right off the hop, uh, the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, now, I wrote down Kyler Murray. Do you have anything different other than Kyler Murray, Craig, for the Arizona? doesn't have anything different, so why should I? Yeah, good, uh, good for him. Get your money. J.J. Watt. Yeah, and, and here's the thing. Like, I understand, like, obviously he wants to get paid, but mm-hmm. his thought process was, hey, I think this is a team on the rise, mm-hmm. and this is a team where my presence can make a significant difference in their fortunes, so that's where I'm going to go play. And I I, I respect it. I, I, 
I think there's a non-zero chance, especially given that there could be a significant quarterback shakeup in Seattle. There's a non-zero chance that they have a home playoff game this year. In fact, there's a pretty good chance they have a home playoff game this year. Yeah, the only thing holding them back is that Cliff Kingsbury thing. That's the only that's the only wrench yeah. that's in the plan there. And I mean, you mentioned JJ. Well, there are some reasons to go there. I mean, he gets to hook up with an old friend in in uh, yeah. DeAndre Hopkins yeah. and whatnot. And 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 it, the Cardinals are a fun team on the rise. Why not want to be part of that? I just personally, and you know, we talked about this. But I just wanted to see him go to like Buffalo. And, and I thought, uh, I thought right? that if, if, if you're thinking, if you're JJ Watt and you're thinking to yourself, what team do I put closest to the Super Bowl? I thought that Buffalo was the answer to that question. Also, him, him, and, and him, and you know, going on the JJ Watt revenge tour, and him and Buckner, like you know, kind of swapping <laughs> roles there. If he went to the Colts, that would have been fun, but not for. Yes. He couldn't have gone to the Colts for the price tag he he got from from the Cardinals for for sure, but. Uh, it's not a bad spot for JJ Watt. Uh, just, you know, there were a couple other teams I was a little more juiced about. Um, yeah. So, uh, Kyler Murray, most likely Kyler one of the Murray f- started week one, 2020. He'll be there week one, 2021, barring something ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons, Craig, uh, I just... am cheating a little bit on this one. Uh, cause I got two names written down, uh, because I think this is a team where, uh, I do think Matt Ryan indeed starts, uh, Game one, so he might be one of the fourteen you were talking about. Yep, he is. Uh, but I have another uh, name written down next to Matt Ryan. Is it Justin Fields. No, close though. I got Trey Lance going to the Atlanta Falcons. Okay, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I could absolutely see them taking a quarterback at four. I would be not surprised if that happened at all. And here's the thing with the Falcons: is some people are like, "Oh yeah, it's time to blow it up." If you look at the way their salary cap sheet is structured this year, that just isn't something you can do. You can't trade Jones. You can't trade Ryan. They are too close to the cap to have dead money. So I don't know if it's time to like. They might be bad again next year, even if you don't blow it up. But you've just you essentially are have no choice but to run it back. If I'm the Falcons, I try to acquire Matt Ryan's successor at at number four in the draft, and then at the end of the season, you say to Matt, "Okay, what do we want to do here?" You know. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So we both we're both thinking the same thing. So Matt Ryan plus you know probably a Justin Fields, Trey Lance type. So there we're yeah. we're thinking that fourth overall pick is going to be the. I don't think Zach Wilson's going to be there. No. Uh, we'll get might, to that. Yeah. Fields might Wilson. Uh, Fields might rather Lance will certainly be there. Mm-hmm. Uh. Next up, Baltimore Ravens. I have Lamar Jackson written down. Is is there anything you even remotely that have is to the contrary? One of my team. Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, no way. It's you know, it's Lamar Jackson's world. You know, <laughs> like it's, uh, although you know, it's, are, is he one of the two guys where the honeymoon is over? Um, that if you're a, Ra- a, if you're a Ravens fan, game in But here's the thing about Lamar. Um, nothing that he does in the upcoming regular season is going to alter anyone's opinion of him. Mm-hmm. True. It's Lamar playoffs. and he won a he's already won a playoff game on the road. Good for him. Yeah, he did but that. He's got to have a deep playoff run here. He's got to get to the AFC title game for people to stop talking about that stuff. And we want to see the Ravens and the Chiefs in the AFC title game. Come on, Lamar, make this happen for us, please. Right? It's just we all want it. <laughs> I, I I don't think that. And this is just uh, this is speculating about a football game that may not happen almost a year from now. Um, the way Buffalo, I mean the way Buffalo, the way Baltimore plays defense with all those blitzes and things like that, and just like, I don't think they have a defense that's well equipped to deal with an Andy Reid offense. Is what I would True. say. But that's 
And, and, and if, if Mahomes throws six touchdowns against Baltimore, that's not Lamar's fault, but uh, that well, we've got a whole season to figure that out. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo bills. Uh, this has got to be one of your 14. Cause I just wrote down Josh Allen next to Buffalo. This is one of my 14, the only one in the AFC East, no less. But, yes, this is one of my 14. All right. Uh, we get a little bit freaky on the next one. Carolina Panthers. I have Deshaun Watson written down, correct, for the uh, Carolina Panthers. I have I have Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. Just lay it on me. I think that I think that um, if, if I, do, I do believe that Watson will be moved, I do not believe this is the spot. I think that there are a couple of teams that have a little more uh, ammunition in order to make that happen. Uh, so I have Teddy Bridgewater staying. And look, the Panthers could do a lot worse than Teddy Bridgewater being their quarterback for this year. I know they're looking to upgrade, and that's fine. I understand why they would be. They tried to get in on the Stafford thing. I think that's completely understandable. Um, but I, um, I think that what they wind up doing is saying, hey, we're not going to get Watson. We already knew we didn't get Stafford. Is there anyone else out there who's a better player than Teddy Bridgewater for this coming season? The answer will be no. So Teddy will start for them. I, now, I mean, it's not one of my 14. It is absolutely one of the jobs that is in flex for sure. Yeah, I, I just I think Carolina is ultimately going to be the I mean, we like you mentioned it earlier. They already went after Stafford. They 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 I, I think if like they were close to moving that eight pick and whatever for Stafford. I think they offer. I think eventually this gets to enough of a head that the Panthers just go bleep it and they add that extra first round pick or that extra that those two extra first round picks and, and they're like we're making the yeah. godfather offer we're gonna get to miami miami has two firsts in this draft mm-hmm. and one of them is third overall that's true if my that is true emmy says we're if if, if, the, if the texans truly hold a bidding war to sean watson and i think they'll be forced to and miami says we want to sean watson they will have the best offer them or the jets will have the best offer all right. I like this. I like what we're doing here. This is fun. Uh, Chicago Bears. I have Mac Jones written down, Craig. Oh, really? Yeah, I got I, Mac Jones I, written down I, for the I Chicago went, Bears. Uh, I went, uh, I colored outside the lines a little bit. Okay. I have Russell Wilson. Okay, here we go. I think I think he's done there. I, yeah. Boarding, I, I think he's done there. And I think that's, that he's he's submitted his list. And his list has the Bears on it. Um, I think that the most interesting Russell Wilson trade destination is Dallas, whereas the two teams just swap quarterbacks. But I think this winds up being the spot because I think he is. I really do believe he's done there. Yeah, I I got to tell you, I think both the franchise and the quarterback are okay with that. Mm -hmm. I I had when I did this on I did this on Tuesday. I wrote my list yesterday. Um, when I, or I was finalizing my list yesterday, and when I got down to Seattle, I wrote Russell Wilson. Um, so, as spoiler alert for when we get down to the bottom half of this list, that I I, I wrote Russell Wilson because I was just like, come on, they're not going to trade Wilson. They're going to come to their senses on this. But when the articles came, the articles came out this morning that this is just yeah. it seems un it just feels repairable. as though either someone with the Seahawks, someone with Wilson's camp, or both mm-hmm. is feeding reporters a lot of stuff about how this relationship is really fractured. And mm-hmm. I think it's well. Let's say uh, let, let, let's say that this trade does not happen. Do you see the Chicago Bears taking a quarterback in in with the twentieth overall pick this year? No, 
no. Okay. I think that if I think if it's not Russell Wilson, it will be a because the Bears, I think, are of the belief that they're a quarterback away from being a Super Bowl team. I don't share that belief, but I think mm-hmm. the Bears are of that belief. Now, if that quarterback is Russell Wilson, maybe you are. But um, I think that it's going to be a veteran quarterback who starts for them, be it someone from the trade market, be it Wilson. But I think that uh, they're perhaps foolishly of the belief that they're real close. So I don't think it's a guy that you take a 20th overall. Now, I wrote I wrote down, you mentioned the veteran guy. I wrote down Mac Jones for the Bears, but I also in brackets beside him wrote Mariota, question mark. I think that uh, that would be a spot that makes sense for Mariota, absolutely. Okay, so yeah, something to noodle about. Maybe Marcus Mariota uh, yeah, ends the, up in the, Chicago. The, I, I had thought, there, there's a couple names that, uh, that crossed my mind as far as veterans who might be around. Um, maybe they get on in on the Sam Darnold thing. Maybe they get on the Cam Newton thing. Um, but I think that it'll be a veteran guy who starts for them. Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, I I have Joe. I wrote down Joe Burrow pending injury. Uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I think I think Joe's back. I think they're good to go. Yeah, that that happened early enough in the year that I think he'll he'll be back. So uh, he, so he's one of the fourteen, I believe that you he were is alluding to. In fact, in fact, spoilers: uh, the entire uh, AFC North is on amongst the fourteen. Yeah, good point. Which segues nicely into the Cleveland Browns. I wrote down Baker Mayfield, and I don't see any reason to change it. How this, about you? Yeah, same. This is the year for Baker because the Browns have to decide at the end mm-hmm. of this year: are we paying Baker? Yes or no? Well, I mentioned to you earlier that uh, like Lamar Jackson was one of the two guys where the honeymoon might be over. Uh, this is the other guy. Is is the honeymoon over on Baker Mayfield, or is it just we'll beginning? See. We'll see. I feel like Baker's mm-hmm. a little bit different, whereas he has to play. Like, the Browns have to make the playoffs this year. He has to, but but Baker can prove some things in the regular season that Lamar can't. Um, I think the Browns do make the playoffs. I think the Browns uh, are, are maybe the third best team in the AFC. Remember, this was a banged up version of the Browns that were maybe a couple plays in the fourth quarter from beating the Chiefs. Of course, Mahomes is hurt, but bear with me. Um, The banged-up version of the Browns is able to do that. If the Mm -hmm. Browns are healthier in 2021 than they were in 2020, and I would suggest that's something that's going to be the case, it's likely to be the case, they're in a real good spot. I agree. Uh, Next up, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Now... I just have I, I, I just have Dak Dak Prescott uh, yeah. written down and in brackets I wrote franchise tag beside Dak Prescott. Yes. I don't think Dak plays the year on the franchise tag again. I think they figure out a deal. Okay. I, I think that Jerry Jones saw into the post Dak Prescott world. And I don't <laughs> it was bleak as hell. Oh my god. It looked good, did it? No. It didn't look good at all. So I think Jerry Jones saw that world and realized and because remember Jerry has some experience. The years between Aikman and Romo were pretty ugly at that position for that franchise. And the win-loss record was, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think Jerry wants to go back to quarterback wilderness. I think they figure something out, and Dak has a deal coming into this year. That being said, Dallas is on Russell Wilson's list. And if I were the Cowboys, and I knew that, I would at least call Seattle. Yeah. And say to the Seahawks, what do we have to put with Dak in order to get this done? And I'm not saying you do it. Just I would like to know what else we have to include with Dak Prescott to make this happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you it, just got to do your due diligence on that for sure. Dallas pick draft? Are they picking? Dallas is picking. Uh, come on now. Where are you, Dallas? Uh, tenth. 
If it's the 10th pick, I think that's a little too rich for me, maybe unless Seattle throws something back the other way. Yeah. Um, but I, I at least would like to know what more you have to add to Dak Prescott to get Russell Wilson. I'd at least want to know what that is. I'm not saying you do it, but you ask. I, I completely agree. I just I think Dak Prescott will be under center but for the I, Dallas I, I Cowboys. Agree. I think the way it winds up is Dak Prescott is still there. So that would be one of the 14 guys, I believe. I, actually, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, I had the four, I had 14 okay. certain. Fair enough. Fair Dak, enough, yeah. Dak is where I think it's likely the case, but I'm not certain he's the guy. Mm-hmm. Next up, your Denver Broncos. I'm gonna I'm gonna say what I have written down for the Denver Broncos, and then and then you can uh, go off on your team. I wrote down, and I don't think you're gonna like this. I wrote down Drew Locke mm-hmm. slash Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm fine with that. Uh, I think it's gonna be Drew Locke, and then a veteran of who, who pushes yeah. Drew Locke in in, in competition uh, my, my, in some my, sort. My, and my thought on that was maybe it's Alex Smith. Yeah, that's another one. It's going to be a guy of that of Ryan Fitzpatrick, Alex Smith ilk type of thing. That's going to be behind Drew Locke, right? Andy Dalton, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, Andy Dalton's one too. Way one, you acquire Deshaun Watson. Way two, Drew Locke is your starting quarterback, and you've got a proven, established veteran as your backup. Because not only has Locke played inconsistently over the last two years, like there have been some great games, there's been some horrible games. But Locke has also not been healthy much of the last two years. So there's that to consider as well. I think that the the most uh, – now, Locke is not one of my 14 because uh, I think that there is, is a chance that they, they make a move there. I think that there there will there, there may be some Sam Darnold conversations in Denver. Um, there will definitely be Deshaun Watson conversations. If the Broncos traded three first-round picks for Watson, I'd be thrilled. Uh, I don't know if they will. Um, but – I think it winds up being Drew Locke with a veteran, and if it's Fitzpatrick, that is fine with me. Yeah, that yeah. That, that, that that's just what I've got. I've got Drew Locke slash mm-hmm. veteran, whatever yeah. to push him, and that's just where they're what headed. I, the guy I would want is Alex Smith. Not not that I think that Alex Smith is better than Ryan Fitzpatrick. I just think that he's a guy that like he seems like a dude that you would want in the locker room. Yeah, for sure, sure. No one's ever had anything bad to say about uh, about Alex Smith, uh, like behavior wise or or you know putting the other guy over wise uh next up my detroit lions i i just have jared goff written down i think i'm i'm resigned to the fact they traded stafford i i don't think they're going to be able to flip goff to anybody so yeah jared goff is just going to be on our center for dan campbell and the ankle biters or kneecap biters whatever they're biting (laughs) but they would never part of the leg someone (laughs) yeah Uh, what i would say about that is i think you're right and it will be jared goff so so therefore by definition the lions are not one of my 14 Mm -hmm. um it will be jared goff I thought there might be a window for them to restructure Goff a little bit, pay some bonus money, and then move Goff at a lower cap hit. I'm sure that that conversation happened in that building. But once the Colts went and got Carson Wentz, I just don't know who is going to take Goff. Mm-hmm. Like, who who's going to look at their quarterback situation and say, no, I'd rather have Jared Goff. Like, it's, I just, I just don't know which team that's going to be. Maybe if the Jets don't draft a quarterback. And they think that they're done with Darnold. Maybe that's a conversation that you have. But uh, it certainly won't happen before the upcoming draft, whatever it is. Yeah, I, I just, but, I don't... But, but the highly likely outcome is Jared Goff starts for the Lions week one. Is a Trey Lance or a Justin Fields available for the Detroit Lions at seven? Do you think they take him? Um, yes, one of them will be around at seven. I don't think they do it. Okay. 
I think that uh, if you are a GM who's coming in, we've seen this be a little bit of a pattern. You don't try to take the quarterback in week one in a lot of cases. You give yourself a year to figure out what's going on with the rest of the roster, and then you try to build around the quarterback after that, especially a roster like Detroit's, which might be missing some talent um, on the offense. For sure, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if I want to throw a rookie quarterback into that. I maybe wait till next year to draft my quarterback uh, if I'm the Lions. Um, just go out and get a, a difference maker, be it a Devontae Smith, be it uh, Jamar Chase. Oh, I want be- Devontae Smith so badly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's what I do with seven up on the Lions. Plus, you have to at least consider the fact that I think a quarterback, like quarterbacks, obviously there are, there are four quarterbacks who are to be talked about in that end of the draft. A quarterback is going at one. I think no matter who uses the pick at two, a quarterback is going there. And I think probably no matter who uses the pick at three, a quarterback is going there too. So at seven, if you're the Lions, let's just say Lance is the last quarterback go off the board. Mm-hmm. The Falcons have to pass on him. Uh, who's sitting at five? The Bengals have to pass on The Bengals will pass on him. And the Eagles, and that's the big one, the Eagles have to pass on him. I don't think both the Falcons and the Eagles pass on a quarterback. That's what I would say. So I, I don't trade up for a QB, certainly, if I'm Detroit. And I think that if you're trying to trade into the top three or something, the, 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 the Dolphins or the Jets are going to say, okay, cool, give us one of those Rams picks. And I wouldn't do that if I were Detroit. Um, so I would just uh, I would just stay put at seven or trade down. And I think trade down is a good one because there's a lot of holes in that roster that needs to be filled. And if, if Trey Lance is still on the board and some team loves him and wants to come up to go get Trey Lance, and maybe it's a team in the back end of the first round that says, we'll give you our 2021 first, and all of a sudden you're Detroit and you're thinking to yourself, all right, we're going to wait till 2021 to take our quarterback, a draft in which we will have three first-round picks, so we can really move all over the board if we want to. That's what I would do if I were the Lions. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, think I, you're right. Take the year off. Maybe, maybe you just get the number one pick next year. There's a chance the Detroit Lions are bad enough to get the number one sure. pick next year. So, sure. They ta- I'm looking at it right now. They have the worst odds to win the Super Bowl. So I assume we can only assume they have the best odds to get the number one overall pick. Um, next up, Green Bay Packers. I have Aaron Rodgers written down. Uh, do you foresee the Green Bay Packers doing anything stupid, despite the fact that Aaron no Rodgers chance. has to live in the drama? Right, like no chance that they do anything like that. Yeah, no, so so dumb. I just think he, he just loves the drama, right? Like Aaron Rodgers, like we've seen enough of his passive-aggressive comments and whatnot that he just loves. It's like we're both degenerate oh, gamblers. I, I think his passive-aggressive comments are fair sometimes. Sometimes. But it's also well, like – thing, though. If you're Aaron Rodgers and you just mm-hmm. put up an MVP season and you lost in the NFC title game, and yeah, you're missing a tackle and, and, and whatnot – I would. I, I think it would bug me if our most valuable draft asset was used on a guy who didn't set foot on a field on the field during that mm-hmm. game. When you're looking across the field and you see Tristan Wirfs playing fantastic for the other team, and you see Antoine Winfield making plays all over the place, I understand why. If you're Aaron Rodgers, you're like, well, what the hell was this? Yeah. Tom Brady's over there on the other side, and they were drafting guys to help him, and he's older than me. Hmm. I just, I would be annoyed by that if I were him. I, I agree, but Rogers does have a little bit of that. Like, I mean, we're both degenerate gamblers. We've we've seen people who have been like, they 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 feel they need to be like dead broke 
you know, in order to play at yeah. their best, to play poker, with, like like they're like I I just I like I can only play at my like it's that weird psychological thing of 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 like I can only play at my best when like it's all on the line, sort of a thing. Uh, Rogers is like that, just with you know drama. <laughs> you know, yeah. right? Like he just just loves the drama, loves living at it. Uh, next up, uh, Houston Texans. I wrote down just fold. Um, <laughs> don't don't even bother. Uh, yeah, I wrote down just fold, and then in brackets I wrote Andy Dalton question mark, and then I settled on Teddy Bridgewater to go along with my Deshaun Watson goes to Carolina Panthers theory. Yeah, and if you if you believe that Deshaun Watson is going to Carolina, then you have no choice but to say that. Teddy Bridgewater is going to be the guy who goes to Houston. And I don't wish that for Teddy Bridgewater. I want everybody, I want the record clear on that one. I did. Teddy covers is beloved on this crossover podcast. So I don't wish that on him. I'm just, I'm trying to read the tea leaves here. That's all right. Like, whoo. Fair. Um, I, I had, um, Cam Newton being the quarterback. Okay, okay. I got a different spot for Cam Newton. I think you'll like it. But Cam Newton for the Houston Texans, I don't hate the idea. He'd he'd be good there. He'd he'd be able to handle the the off the he'd he'd be great in the media with his crazy suits and he'd be able to deflect the 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 bullshit. I think Cam, Cam's gonna look for a job and they're gonna badly need a guy. So I had either Cam Newton or Tyrod Taylor as being the guy. That's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. I, I yeah I, I if it's if it's not Bridgewater going along with my my Deshaun Watson trait theory, it's it's veteran guy of that ilk. It's you're looking at the Ryan Fitzpatrick's, the Andy Dalton's, the Cam Newtons. It, it, like it's that being said, and, and, well, you know what? Either I should have thought a little further on this because based um based on what I have for later on, the actual answer should be to a Tygo Iloa. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, based on your your Miami Dolphins theory. So yeah, maybe to attack to attack is is if if it's not a veteran guy, then it's it's that's the guy, right? Like if it's yeah. it's it's uh, him or Bridge, well, it's him or Bridgewater, I think. Watson is starting Week One for the Miami Dolphins, which I think that's probably that's as good a spot as any. Mm-hmm. That you're also of the opinion that Tua Tagovailoa is going back the other way in that trade. Yeah. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts. I uh, wrote down Carson Wentz and big ups to you for being the first one on this train, Craig. Uh, I'm not sure. I didn't. Exa- I wasn't able to go back and check the tape exactly when uh, you you said that, but uh, well, you were this, definitely this first through the door. Philadelphia. I thought to myself, you know, who probably thinks they can save this guy is Frank Reich. And mm-hmm. if Philip Rivers says at the end of the year, I'm done, maybe that's the spot, and that's the spot. And I think that they made a deal that was good for both teams. Which is, you know, Philadelphia gives up some draft capital, but if Wentz is good, or rather the Colts give up some draft capital, if Wentz is good, that draft capital improves going into next season. I think now I know the I, I know the Colts are probably thinking like Colts fans might be a little bit excited on this one with the Frank Reich thing, and you know Frank Reich was like, "Get him here, I can fix this guy. I did it once, I'll do it again." Because when he was under Frank Reich for that one year, it was a near MVP season for Carson Wentz. It would have been. His ACL, it would have been true. Yeah, if he didn't tear his ACL, he damn damn sure might have been the MVP. Uh, I my my thought on that is I I think I don't think he'll get back to quite those heights, but I I don't think he'll be nearly as bad as he was in Philadelphia. I think that the I think the proof is somewhere in the middle. If the Colts get like someone with the capabilities of 2019 or 2018 Carson Wentz, mm-hmm. that's fine for this roster. That's fine. You can. You can contend with that level of quarterback play. Yeah. Because Wentz in 2019, people look at the numbers and like, oh, this isn't particularly good. But you have to remember that he was playing with nothing. Like they're like they were they were signing guys off the street to play wide receiver that Sunday. 
and he was good. Um, wasn't great, but he was good. Uh, if they get the 2019 version of Carson Wentz or the 2018 version of Carson Wentz, that's this is a fine trade. Yeah. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. I wrote down Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Urban Meyer's not going to do anything silly with this first pick, is he, Craig? God, no. Trevor Lawrence will absolutely be the starting quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars week one. I, I just – somebody – I wrote down somebody said basically tra- tra- Trevor Lawrence – there's basically only been three quarterbacks in the history of the National Football League. And ironically, all three of them were drafted by a franchise nicknamed the Colts. But there's only been three quarterbacks that we have been, as a society, have been dead nuts certain on. If you take this guy with the first overall draft pick, all three of them were taken with the first overall draft pick. All three of them went to a Colts franchise. And that that there is – these are cannot miss – all-time, easy, elite-level elite first ballot Hall of Famers. And it was your boy John Elway, who technically was drafted by the Colts, uh, and then Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. And Andrew Luck uh, may or may not end up being, probably not, uh, being a Hall of Famer, but the reasons he behind that... He would have been. In a, they're, they're, yeah. They're of the universes that exist, he's a Hall mm-hmm. of Famer several of them. Yeah, and unfortunately, we are not living in that that universe. But that has nothing to do with his. Like, it wasn't because he was a bust or his performance. It was because of of, of poor management and off the field issues. So, yep. but like, but he was a dead nuts on when he was on the field. He was one of the best quarterbacks he to was, ever yep, take yep. a snap in the NFL. Yep. Uh, and Trevor Lawrence is apparently being put in the category with those four with those other three yeah. guys. Yep, and, I think that's fair. I think yeah. that uh, if you look at the, um, it's hard to find a guy who is more accomplished in college at playing quarterback than Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't think that guy's out there. Um, so yeah, no, Trevor Lawrence, uh, he will be the quarterback. Yeah, I hope my brother didn't just listen to that segment. My brother, the Jets fan, Tom, if you're listening, it'll be okay. <laughs> like, it's just, it'll be all right. You had, to, you had to make sure you collected that win over, uh, over the Rams, right? Had I made to. so much money on that. Win. Oh man, that was that game was free money. I didn't think they'd win, but that was free money. Uh, I, I see no reason why we can't just kind of breeze past this next uh, team, the Kansas City Chiefs. I have Patrick Mahomes written down, even though he went for a little knee thing this week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's Patrick Mahomes, no reason. Uh, okay, uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Um, I know there's been speculation that they're going to do something silly. They're a borderline stealth candidate for Deshaun Watson, but uh, I, I just have Derek Carr written down. Yes, so do I, and I think that's exactly what will happen. Uh, they'd be crazy not to ask about what it would take to get Watson. Oh, hell yeah, no. They're going yeah. to be in the same spot as Carolina, whereas – there are other teams who are going to want Deshaun Watson, and they will have more stuff to give. Mm-hmm. All right, I agree. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers, I wrote down Justin Herbert. No reason to deviate from that sure. one, right? Yeah, now, of course, not one of my 14 because he wasn't the week mm-hmm. one starter last year. But, yeah, Justin Herbert, absolutely. Los Angeles Rams, they finally got their boy, Matthew Stafford. Um, I'm, I'm all in the – I'm in the bag for the Los Angeles Rams, I'm guessing. I, I just I, – I want <laughs> nothing but success for Matthew Stafford. I want to see him win some playoff games, uh, knock on wood, maybe a Super Bowl. And I just – I would really like to to shed all of that, that BS that Matthew Stafford is – you know, was like Pad Stafford and or or all yeah. that that garbage that no, just I, uh, was I agree. saddled I on him being in Detroit. Happen. I think that they uh, there's a good chance that like I know they've still got some things to work through through this offseason. I understand that, but I think they'll be one of the better teams in the NFC. Mm-hmm. 
I agree. Miami Dolphins. I still have them. I still have Tua Tagovailoa under center for the Miami Dolphins. But you I had expressed some woes there. Yep. Go ahead. I have Deshaun Watson. I, I right. think that I think that the best deal that Houston's going to get for Deshaun Watson is the third pick, Tagovailoa, and either the um, either Miami's own first round pick or Miami's first round pick in 2022. That's the best deal they're going to get. And I think that's the deal they wind up making because I think that the writing's on the wall. Like, Deshaun's not going back there. I hope he sticks to his guns. I really, really do because I don't think Deshaun Watson should be playing for that horrid franchise. No. Uh, I think the, the that only... horrid franchise needs the wake-up call of Deshaun Watson saying, forget it, I'm done. Uh, so Miami, I think, is a spot. I don't think that happens. The only question for me with the Deshaun Watson thing, because there's no way he's under center in week one for the for the Houston Texans. The only question I have is whether or not this bleeds into the season and he's and holding that's the out. Question I, have to. I don't think it will. And I think that if you're the Texans and you do that, that is malpractice. Yeah, absolutely. Because but <laughs> they're stupid enough to do it. This <laughs> is the only question. Right, right? Yeah. But the only reason to let it bleed into the season is if you think you can convince him to come back. And mm. I don't think they can. Because no. you're not you're not helping your trade leverage if it bleeds into the season. You're making things worse. Or maybe you think because the last time there was a, a holdout this noticeable, it was Emmett Smith, was it not? Or should there be a holdout? Pardon? Carson Palmer. Remember Carson Palmer said yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, the Emmett the Emmett Smith one, I guess, is the hope that uh, uh, Houston would be hoping for. It would be like if. But that- uh, one was different the Emmett Smith one wasn't I think this franchise is horrible the Emmett no. Smith one was giving me some money yeah that's right. true I, I, I was saying in like doesn't want money Deshaun Watson wants to play for a competent franchise and true so that's you know what I mean like so for, for Emmett that was a standoff between him and Jerry as far as Emmett thinks he's worth this and Jerry thinks he's worth that Jerry eventually changes his mind yeah um, you... this is this is different like, if Deshaun Watson was looking for cash if that's what this was about I would probably say, oh, yeah, Deshaun Watson will wind up starting for Houston. They're going to figure something out. This is not about money, though. Not about money. This is about this franchise is terrible. I only have X amount years being an NFL player. I don't want to waste them playing for a team that has no chance to win because they have a guy like Jack Easterby who's somehow in charge of this. You're 100% right. The, where I was going with uh, how it might be similar to the Emmett Smith one, or, or where the Houston Texans would be hoping it would be similar to the Emmett Smith one, and I want to preface this by saying I in no way think that they're smart enough to be playing three-dimensional chess like this. Uh, the reason the Emmett Smith uh, thing worked out was because Dallas started 0-2 that year, right? Yeah. And then Jerry Jones was like, all right, get here, just cut it, cut him the check, and, and get Emmett back in, and then they went on and won the Super Bowl. Uh Maybe a team gets off to an 0-2, 0-3 start that thinks that they're a, a competitor, and then maybe they're like, holy shit, we can you know, get Deshaun in here right now. Now that uh, is less effective with a, you know, bringing a quarterback in mid-season, but uh, you know, that maybe the, the, the Texans would hold on to, to Deshaun Watson mid-season. But again, I don't think that they're smart enough to try to do or pull anything off or play three-dimensional chess or anything like no. that. I, th- I think they're just completely incompetent and and uh, they're kind of getting what they deserve right now. And uh, we'll just we'll just wait and see. Um, Minnesota Vikings, Craig. I, I just have nothing sexy here. I just have Kirk Cousins written down. So beside do I, Minnesota Vikings. Out of my fourteen, um, mm-hmm. yep, Kirk's the guy. And. There is a couple like, well, maybe the Vikings will look to trade Cousins or what? Uh, no, I, I just, I, th- I think they believe they can contend next year. Here's a fun one: New England Patriots. I have 
Marcus Mariota written down for the New England Patriots. Uh, and in brackets, I wrote Mac Jones question mark for for the New England Patriots. What say you on on Bill Belichick? Uh, I uh, mine was Tyrod Taylor. Okay, okay, interesting. And I think that I think that maybe Mac Jones is on the roster, but I think it's Tyrod Taylor. Oh, interesting. I it's it. I, so we I, I, think that, I think they punt on quarterback another year and see it. Okay, let's see if we can find a guy that can that can be okay for a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's just I think we both agree that the the New England Patriots quarterback is currently not on their roster, and they're right. going to be looking at the veteran candidates, the 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 Daltons, the Mariotas, the yep. not well Cam Newton, not for them. Cam Newton was available to a few others, but not to them. Yeah, I don't think Cam stays. I think Cam moves on. Yeah, and then maybe they take a a Mac Jones ish type guy in in the first round, but then they they slowly groom him. He's not going to be starting week one for the uh, for the Patriots by any means. Uh, New Orleans Saints. What? I could see Jones hypothetically being week one starter. I just don't know if the okay. Patriots are going to not not for New England. Just I, I think the Patriots believe that when they get all their guys back that were out this year with injuries or, or didn't play because of COVID, I think the Patriots still believe they've got a contending team with a competent quarterback. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, New Orleans Saints. I wrote down Jameis Winston slash Taysom Hill, which I've heard some people referring to them as J Jason. So uh, uh, I, have, I have Jameis Winston. I think Jameis Winston's the starting yeah. quarterback. I do too. Yeah, I, I think he's number one, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if if it goes sideways and we start seeing some I mean, Taysom I Hill buzz. Seen enough of it. Like, I have no problem with Taysom Hill being on the roster from the perspective of okay, we can do some fun things and whatever. But we've seen enough. Like, if, like Jason, Winston should be the quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. Um, New York Giants. I, I just have Daniel Jones. I got one more Daniel Jones here for the New York Giants. That's I have the same thing, and that's one of my fourteen. We've heard no, we've heard no smoke about or seen no smoke about the Giants looking to move on. I think it's Daniel Jones. Yeah, I agree. Uh, New York Jets. I have Sam Darnold. I, I've got Zach Wilson written down for the New York Jets. Okay, uh, Zach mm-hmm. Wilson's a good one. I think what the Jets wind up doing is trading down from two and thinking and saying to themselves. Hey, let's just see what Sam Darnold's like without Adam Gase. And maybe we add a little bit of talent to the offense and just see. Just mm-hmm. see. And well, that's what I would do if I were the Jets. I would just I would want like obviously the awkward thing is if he comes out and plays well, then you got to give him a whole ton of money to stay. Um, but um I, I would I would just say, no, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna see what this can look like without a horrific head coach. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, I, if you're, I, I would be, I'd be risk averse in the perspective of, oh yeah, we're going to trade Sam Darnold to, you know, who's a team that's got like a good quarterbacks coach. Well, I, I have, I have Sam Darnold written down next to the San Francisco 49ers. Correct. Oh God. That's yep. that, that to me is the nightmare scenario, right? If you're the, if mm-hmm. you're the, uh, the Jets, oh yeah, we're going to trade him to the 49ers for a third round pick. And he goes there and has a pro bowl season, which that is remarkably possible. Yeah. Like Nick, like the, the my, Kyle Shanahan designs pretty good offenses that are run by Nick Mullins. I think Sam Darnold could be eclipse that. So uh, that's a good one for the 49ers. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I think, uh, I, I think he, I think they wind up trading down the draft, and that's the spot uh, in, in Darnold stays. Yeah, I, I, I got, I got Zach Wilson. On. I'm going to be honest. If the Jets take Zach Wilson at two over Justin Fields, who seems to be slipping in this draft, I, I, I just, I, I don't get it. I, I don't I don't get why maybe maybe I'm falling for 
smokescreen nonsense from these other team from the, from these uh, GMs and and the beat writers who are floating this stuff out there. But I have no idea why Zach Wilson is shooting above uh, all uh, is shooting up on all these boards above Justin Fields. I I do not get it. One iota. I I I just I I. I kind of like Zach Wilson, but I mean, he is. Now that said, I thought this. I pretty much thought the same thing about Zach Wilson that I thought about Justin Herbert last year, and I was wrong. So what do I know? I, like I guess better than I did Herbert at this point last year. Fair. Um, I think that he's a guy that in, in the right offense has a chance to be a real good NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a great segue because uh, next up is the Philadelphia Eagles, and written down for the Philadelphia Eagles, I have Jalen Hurts. Slash Justin Fields, correct? I have Justin I have Fields Wilson. going to. You have Zach Wilson. Okay, so we're kind of in, we're kind of in the in the in the same zone for the Eagles there, and the, they're in that I Justin have, have Fields, Eagles Zach Wilson deal with the Jets. Okay, I don't I don't mind it. I don't mind it. They definitely should use one of these guys, even if uh, Lance is there or whatever. They, they definitely should uh, either trade up to two, or if someone's there at six, they got to take one of those guys. I think. Yeah, I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, in light of this morning, I, I had already had his name written down, but in light of this morning, uh, I, I have Ben Roethlisberger written down for the Pittsburgh yep. Steelers. But I also added a little caveat here, Craig. I wrote down Ben Roethlisberger slash Kyle Trask. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I could see him being a guy that's on that roster. Uh, yeah. It's just, that's a, like, Ben has to have more self-awareness. Like the Steelers can't cut Ben for financial reasons and other reasons, but Ben should have just been done. You've made a lot of yeah. money, you've won a couple of Super Bowls, move along. Ben's also ben that guy, though, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, like, yeah. I, I just, I see them, I see them taking Kyle Trask like in the second or third round or whatever with, yeah, with oh, one I of their that's picks, and then possible. Uh, yeah. What we know that Mason Rudolph is not the answer. Put it that way. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. This is, they got to come out of this draft with somebody in the second or third round, I think, right? Just somebody that's an upgrade at that backup you know, spot at the maybe very back least. Into the first. Like that's, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, San Francisco 49ers, I teased it a little bit earlier, but I have Jimmy G slash Sam Darnold written down. I think, I, yeah, I think I have, they... I have it still being Jimmy G, because I, mm-hmm. I thought if, the, if, if Darnold stays with the Jets, I don't see this being a franchise that's going to be moving up to get one of the other guys. So I think they run it back with Jimmy one more time. Okay. Uh, Seattle Seahawks. I wrote down Russell Wilson, but uh, I'm I'm feeling flimsy on that one in light of new evidence from this morning. Where are you on the Seattle Seahawks, Craig? I wrote down um, I wrote down Andy Dalton. Okay. Just they make Just, a deal with Chicago, and then they've got to go get somebody, and and Andy's the guy. Yeah. So you're you're in the the Dalton type of thing. Yeah, so you're in the Dalton Fitzpatrick type of type of yep. mold for for Seattle Seahawks, so, so that aging veteran who can who will come in and just be fine, just be fine. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers wrote down Tom Brady. I don't. Uh, yep. <laughs> I don't. Uh, that's one of the fourteen. I'm guessing. At this point, why would you not? <laughs> yeah. Despite the knee thing, although the knee thing, I gotta tell you that uh, I I know they're like, oh, minor knee surgery. I'm like, oh yeah, minor knee surgery on a 44 year old quarterback, eh? <laughs> like, hmm. Well, here's the thing. Hmm. If you're Tampa, like, if you're Tampa Bay, what else are you gonna do? Oh, oh yeah, you don't not do it. I'm just saying, right? Like, it, I I that was the first thing where I was just like, hmm, hmm, I don't know. Uh, two left here. Tennessee Titans, Ryan Tannehill, right? Like nothing 
he he's probably the last of the 14 he got written down um yes that's mm-hmm. uh that's correct all right uh last one washington football team i guess it's kind of fun not super fun like i've had before but i wrote down taylor heineke slash cam newton correct that's I where trey I, lance. trey lance okay I think they move up to go get a guy. I think that they believe that they are a quarterback away right now, and now's the time to make it happen. Do they have the assets to move up to get Trey Lance? I think they're talking about they're dipping into future picks or like next okay. year. Like, so they're at, what, are they at 19? Yeah, they're at 19. Yeah. So you, you you might be able to get this done moving up to eight. So it's just like, you know, 19 yeah. and next year's first, and you get up to where maybe where Detroit is, maybe. Yeah, know, I was going to say Detroit think, might be a, a trade partner there at seven to get if, if Trey Lance is there for sure. That's the spot. So I think Washington football team drafts Trey Lance. Okay. I, I don't hate it. I, I, I like the uh, I, I like the Cam Newton, Taylor Heineke uh, thing. Cause, uh, just, you know, Cam Newton and Ron Rivera having a. Having a well, I guess it wouldn't for it wouldn't be a quote unquote bounce back for Ron Rivera, but I like the idea of those guys reuniting in in Washington yep. and 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 doing doing games. stuff. Yeah, winning some games, D- doing yeah. some stuff. Yeah, they, yeah. Like, because here's the thing: like, there's the argument of you go out and get a veteran like Cam Newton, and they've got some space to like you know add to what's a pretty good defense, and you know they need a little more talent on offense, but like not a ton more. I know Brandon Scherf's a free agent, but like. They um they have a chance to be pretty good this season. They have a chance mm-hmm. to be a very good team. They just they they need to get something out of the quarterback spot. We'll see what they think is the best route to do that. But they have and maybe they think it's Taylor Heineke. Like I if if Taylor Heineke's the guy, I'm not like admonishing it. I'm I'm okay if they if they think he's good. I'm okay with them saying let's see. You know. Yeah, I I agree. Um, yeah, so uh, that's it. We did it. We went through all 32 NFL teams. We tried to find a, uh, a quarterback. We'll see how accurate we are after uh, after the draft. Um, so just when... for, uh, just speaking of the draft, I just want to say where I have everybody going. I've got okay. the Eagles trading up to get Wilson. I've got mm-hmm. Fields going to the Falcons at four. Okay. And uh, I've got uh, Lance going. Um, Lance going to Washington to get up sort of in the, the middle of the top ten to make that happen. So that's where I have okay. the four quarterbacks going. And to recap for myself, I have Wilson going to the Jets, Lance going to the Falcons, and the Eagles end up with Justin Fields. And I, we, we didn't feel the need to mention it, but the obligatory uh, Trevor Lawrence going to the Jacksonville oh, yes. Jaguars. Oh, right. so, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That is we just we didn't feel the need to mention it, but I'm going to mention it anyway, right? Like that one was was so obvious. There are three quarterbacks that, that I think may be starting quarterbacks week one that we don't know exactly where, and those were the three I mentioned. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, 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 um, for sure, for sure. Uh, the it'd be interesting to see where Mac Jones ends up. You think Mac Jones will be a viable NFL uh, quarterback, Craig? I think he's going to be like. Like, like, and I know, like, I know that when everyone hears this name, they think of like one particular set of three games. But I think he's going to be like Flacco-esque, where he's never like one of the really good guys, but he's fine for a while. That is such a great name. Oh my god, yeah, like, yeah, like in in that in that uh, the the mold of f- definitely closer to Flacco than Eli for sure. For for yeah, Mac I think Jones, it's a situation where like. Someone says, you know, hey, is Mac Jones like one of the 15 best quarterbacks? And you have to think about it for a minute. But then you're like, oh, OK, probably. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's where that's where it's winds up. It's, yeah, it's totally like, a team dependent guy. Right. Like yeah. it like oh, if yeah. like that, which mentally is probably why I, I had Mac Jones going to New I England because I just think and New England might draft him at where mm-hmm. they 14. 
uh, I just don't know if he'll be, he'll be the starting quarterback for them. You know what I mean? But I would be 0% surprised if he goes to the Patriots at 14. Yeah, but yeah, like, exactly. Like saving guys, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, if it was, if it was coaches that Belichick has like gone out of his way to go get their guys, Saban and Urban Meyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if like I'm just thinking, and I know I praised him earlier, but it's like if I mean it's a new era in Washington. But let's say if it was the Washington team of like two years ago, and like Mac Jones got taken by them at at uh, what pick did they they have 19? Let's say Mac Jones was taken at 19 by Washington two years ago or whatever in this hypothetical scenario, you'd be like, oh no, <laughs> right? Like, well, that's the end of that career. Or if he went to the you know the the Jets or something, like he just just an absolute like team dependent type of like if he if he just ends up in a good situation we might be talking about uh mac jones is like a 10-year quarterback 10 plus year quarterback yep. if not maybe out in the league in like three four years who knows um i don't think is the it... would take him. i just think no. that they are, uh, that's that's not the type of guy they're going to look for i think they're going to look for, i think when they make their move for the next quarterback they're going to look for a guy with a ton of physical skills so yeah uh, i i would be surprised they're a trade-up candidate this year but we'll see Boy, I want them to trade for Darnold. <laughs> I want to see how that goes. If, if I'm Sam Darnold, that's what I want. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, true. Yeah. <laughs> if only he was listening to this, going, "Yes, please." Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, so I just, I like the idea of Sam Darnold listening to this podcast, going, "Boy, I hope a lot of other people are listening to this podcast." <laughs> oh man. Shanahan. No. Yeah. Cheers. Uh, yeah. So that is it for uh, this. We did it. We went through all 32 teams. When is the next time Craig? Oh, I know when the next time Craig Needles is going to be on this podcast. We are going to have to make a March Madness bracket, which we didn't get to do last year because the March Madness podcast marks the one year anniversary of when COVID shot the world to hell, at least uh, in, in the clock time of this podcast. Uh, because I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, we had just gotten off, I think it was the Love is Blind podcast. Yes, right. And I think I was about to ask, I think I asked you, uh, so Craig, you want to come on next week and do the uh, do our March our annual March Madness bracket? And I believe you said, well, the world just fell apart or something to that ilk. So uh, well, uh, <laughs> so I said the NBA is now shut down, so I don't think March Madness is something we're going to be talking about. Yeah, and you were right. Yeah, because the... the Oh, okay. the Rudy Gobert thing happened was, during thing, thing happened while we were recording. Yeah, while we were recording, and then we were sorting through the mess, and then Tom Hanks, <laughs> shortly after we were sorting through oh, the mess, right. there tested positive, and that was when uh, everything kind of kind of happened. Have you been watching much NCAA basketball this year, Craig? Not as much as I normally would, but I have watched zero. So uh, I I will go into a March Madness podcast with uh, the least amount of expertise I will ever have had going into a uh, going into a pool that we'll be making. So it will be a it, it will be a true true fan. It will be a true true amateur uh, amateur bracket that we'll be making this year. Um, cause like, man, and I, I just have not, I've only been cursory tracking it. And it, quite frankly, it doesn't sound like it's been a great season whatsoever of college basketball. No, it's been I, ridiculous. 
And there was that kid who just tore his MCL today, who was yeah from Villanova. Yeah, yeah, the kid from Villanova tore his MCL, and he was supposed to be a high draft pick. So God, I hope that kid recovers at the very least. Ah, it'll be bad. But uh, before you know it, we'll do our March Madness bracket, and then before you know it, it'll be draft time, and then it'll be playoff time, and then it'll be baseball will be back. So there's 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 good stuff on the horizon there. We got our our baseball futures podcast, which is one of the fun podcasts of of the season coming up as well. So. Uh, a lot of, lot of good stuff to do. Uh, crossover Podcast available at the crossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast, and for the last time, soundcloud.com slash crossoverpodcast. We're on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Five stars only. And as always, you do not have to listen, but please download the Crossover Podcast. We're also on Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher, so please check us out there and leave us a review. Pump up our numbers on those particular websites. I will be back next week, likely with rob and kevin to discuss the final two episodes as the finale will be up tomorrow of or at least at midnight tonight actually i'm sure there's some people who are scoping out the midnight release of wandavision you've been watching wandavision craig i have you've been enjoying it uh yeah it's been really fun i really enjoy i think it's been a great show and this is yeah. the finale is coming up this week so uh or tomorrow mm-hmm. i should say so yeah no i think it's been a cool show yeah and uh it started slow the first two episodes you're like what's happening here Certainly did, yeah. And that it turns out that those first two episodes are very much worth it. So they they've done a great yeah. job with it. I just I, I the thing, thing and, and like you know I, I, a quick tangent here. It's a sort of thing that in a world where you were just like trying to put that on network television, you could never get away with that. Yeah, so that was exactly what I said because the the thing I said on the podcast was if. The first episode of WandaVision was a pilot for a show that you'd never seen before. You never yeah, would have watched the second episode, like right? Like it's just it, it's something but that they have, a you have some brand equity because they're yeah from that's the thing that are in the same universe. Great B, way of putting it. It's uh, also you know it's mm-hmm. it's a streaming service and people mm-hmm. are going to watch and you know they will. So you had you had a chance to be creative and I'm glad they took it and they thought outside the box and it's paying off. Yeah, so good. So excited for this last episode. It's going to be great. Uh, one Another shout-out to Catherine Hahn, who's just been fantastic. Hope she gets to stick around uh, in, in the MCU. I'd like to see her pop up in some of the movies. Because it's not like she's not movie adjacent, right? So, uh, yeah, yeah, there are several heroes that she... like. Does uh, does that, this particular character ever have a, cro- a cross paths with Doctor Strange? Uh, I'll be honest. I had to look up uh, the Agatha Harkness character because, and I mentioned this, so if you listen to last week's podcast, you're you're, you're getting a re- uh, repeat of me saying this, but you should treat every podcast like it's somebody's first. I was unfamiliar with that particular character, and when I looked her up, the explanation was perfectly fine. She's a Golden Age Fantastic Four villain, and as is well known by Matt Pierce, as I am not a Fantastic Four fan, so she was a deep-cut Fantastic Four villain, but there's no reason, because she's a magic user, that she can't cross over with Doctor Strange. Uh, they got the Fantastic Four movie coming up anyway, so maybe she pops up in that, you know, that sort of a thing, but, you know, it definitely seems like uh, we did the space cosmosy type thing with Thanos, and now it's time for some good old fashioned at home Earth Earth magic. Like we're going to be doing a lot of like multiverse and magic stuff, and maybe even a trip to hell or something like that. Or, or they'll probably come up with a different word than hell for the MCU to make it children friendly. But you know, something like that, the underworld or something they'll call it. But yeah, she could easily be in a Doctor Strange movie. Down. Oh no, wait, no, no. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah, not bad. Oh, we might have to. Is that copyrighted? Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, plenty of Wandavision stuff coming up. Plenty of stuff coming up. Last time, again, if you're on SoundCloud, for the love of God, just get on whatever podcatcher you use. I'm sure we're on there. 
Uh, so uh, so get off of the SoundCloud, and then that's it. Uh, Craig Needles, this was fun. I enjoy doing this. Uh, I, I, it's too bad we can't. We don't get this much uncertainty that we can't do this every year because this was a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, that that was uh, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. <laughs> so as as a great sports well, movie villain once you, said. Maybe the league is going to move a little bit as far as Mm -hmm. how this stuff works because a year ago, if let's just say we tried to do this podcast a year ago and we're talking about like seven teams. um, Although, oddly enough, the Patriots would have been one of them. Mm -hmm. Um, If someone had said, oh yeah, a year from now, Seattle and Houston, we're going to be wondering about them. Yeah. That people would have been surprised. Maybe the league. Uh, we would have been like, get the, get the fuck out of here. Like I'm going to yeah. drop the one and only F bomb movement at this position is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like is, well, that's a good thing. And then we're going to do this at the, at the, you know, the nearly hour mark of this podcast, Craig, but why don't we just do it anyway? Like bleep it. Let's do it. We've seen it happen in the NBA where it's, it's moving to the, to the player empowerment era and guys are moving teams with impunity in the NBA. Does this start happening? happening in the NFL and most specifically, can it happen with the quarterback position? Um, Quarterbacks, maybe all the other positions. No, because here's the thing. The reason why the player empowerment thing works in the NBA is because the very best players are Mm -hmm. so valuable that they have a lot of say in being able to dictate things. Absolutely. One guy can win, get make you one guy in the NFL, in the NBA can get you to the playoffs and maybe even the NBA finals nine times in a row, which cannot happen in any other sport. No, no, no chance of that. Um, you have to have this incredible infrastructure and all these things. So, like, even if, like, let's just say in 2007, at the peak of his powers, Tom Brady walks into Bill Belichick's office and says, I'm done with the Patriots. You're going to trade me. Bill would have said, all right. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll see I'll see at training camp, actually. Um, like, yeah. It just, and it just, it's, 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 it's not dissimilar now. Mm-hmm. Except for if you're a quarterback, every other position, the thought process would be, well, okay, we'll figure something else out. But if you're a quarterback, like an elite quarterback, you can say, no, I'm going to, I, I, maybe you've got enough power to make that happen. And we're seeing it with Deshaun Watson. I just think that there's going to be in the NBA, there's 10, 12 guys, maybe more that would have that type of power in the NFL. There's going to be like five maximum, like the top five quarterbacks. And that'll be about it. Mm-hmm. So it's just the different values to different players in different sports. And and the the Russell Wilson one is more close to the NBA than the Deshaun Watson one cuz the Deshaun Watson is just such a cluster bleep yeah. at the top of that franchise that he's like I've got to get the hell out of here. This is like whereas, for this is literally for his own safety. He has got to get out of there whereas I mean he like Wilson won a Super Bowl, should have won two. Um, we can litigate that all we want. They won the division, but clearly just relationship is frayed between himself and the coaching staff. And yeah. And it's so weird because I remember reading stories about like the whole reason they threw the ball at the goal line leading to the, to the biggest bonehead move in the history of the sport and potentially sports period is because they needed Russell Wilson to have the touchdown there because they needed him to be, he needed that touchdown in order to be the MVP for that game. And the only, and he needed one more touchdown in order in order to be the MVP in order to keep him happy because he was technically the golden boy. And so it's so weird that that is something that and and there are Seahawks like like members of the the, the Legion of Boom who believe that story, right? Like and yeah, people who are on that like 
team. Yeah, or, or where that... that is Cam, like, Cam Chancellor might have said that. Earl Tom, has Richard Sherman ever talked about that? I, maybe. But I'd I, yeah. be 100% surprised if there was not like some sort of like, you know, Legion of Boom reunion in Seattle where it's just them. It's not a team-setting yeah. event. And it's just those guys sitting, talking. It's Sherman. It's Chancellor. It's, it's Earl mm-hmm. Thomas. And they all say, oh, yeah, no, we know we lost the Super Bowl because of that stupid decision. And, you know, yeah. maybe Marshawn's there, too. Like, that, that's going to happen at some point when those guys are all out of the league. You know what I mean? Even yeah. Both are out of the league now. But, yeah. Because you, know you know who that happened with was uh, I, there, there's a really cool thing on the net of it was John Lynch, Warren Sapp, and uh, Derek Brooks. And the three of them were just – it's just the three of them sitting on couches with microphones at some sort of – Tampa Bay Buccaneers reunion coolio thing where they were just swapping stories. It was basically like they were doing a live podcast, but there was an audience. And they were talking about the Dungy years, right? And you remember the Dungy years, there was all that friction because they the, the defense was that Bucks defense was so good. Yeah. Um, but they couldn't the offense was so terrible. Because remember they they lost like two playoff games where they like the offense they where the defense gave up the, like eleven points. Rams. Yeah. One of the best offenses in NFL history. The Kurt Warner, Marshall Falk, Isaac Bruce, Torrey Holt, greatest show on turf Rams. They held them to 13 points in the NFL championship game. Was that the Bird Emanuel game? Yeah. And they didn't. Yeah. Win. Yeah. Imagine and then, that offense of 13 points and being like, well, I, no, you lost, actually. Yeah. And then the year after that, they lost to the Eagles and they only gave up like 11 points or something to the yeah. Eagles, right? Yeah. And and like the, like the Eagles beat them like 11 to 6 or something like that. And it, and it was just like. Yeah, or eleven to three or some garbage, right? So yeah, they were they were just talking about yeah, that, and they were you know or that game was, um, but yeah, I can understand how that would lead to some friction. <laughs> yeah, so that that was where the friction came, where they were just like the defense just wasn't held to the same standard, or, or the offense wasn't held to the same standard as the defense, and there just had to be friction, and that's what led yeah. to the to the to the Gruden trade. So I, I I hope you're right that something like that, and they were just swapping funny stories, and I'm pretty sure that one's on YouTube. I don't know what you'd look up to get it. I just remember watching it, and. Uh, yeah, there's going to be something like that, like you said, where like like Richard Sherman might host a podcast in the future, right? And I'll be the first to subscribe to that. But uh, I, I can see the three of them sitting around a podcast microphone and just be swapping stories like that in like the next five or six years, and then me being, and then them being like, "Hey, yeah, this is why we lost that Super Bowl. That'd be that'd be great." But yeah, I just it it can definitely happen for like. I, I don't think we're going to get 100% NBA-wise with the NFL, but uh, and, and again, like you said, only only one position, because it only works for quarterbacks. But uh, I, I just, I, I, I can't see us getting 100% there with the with the NBA, but, uh, but I can see us getting like 50, 60% halfway-ish, maybe a little further than halfway-ish past it. But yeah. Yep. Uh, that NFC title game, the one against Philadelphia, uh, the Eagles scored 21 points, but one of them was uh, one of Philadelphia's touchdowns was a 15-yard drive because of a fumble. Uh, Bay's drives, by the way, in that game, I just like rhyming these off. Punt, 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 field goal, fumble, punt, halftime, punt, punt, turnover on downs, turnover on downs. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so depressing. That's not what you want. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, well, they got they got theirs, and they're the defending Super Bowl yeah. champions going into next year. So yeah, good, yeah, good, yeah. good. And and again, that that whole group was on a team that um that wound up winning the Super Bowl. Just they needed to change coaches and change quarterback. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's all it was. And then they did, and they won. So, yeah, uh, with the Colts, so it just you know, uh, it worked out for everybody. 
Yeah, it turns out Dungey doesn't like working on offense, so if Peyton Manning is your quarterback, you're fine. Yeah, dude, <laughs> yeah. yeah, all right. Uh, so that's it. We're, we're going to get out of here. Uh, Craig, uh, thanks as always for doing this. We'll be back next week talking the final two episodes of WandaVision. And, uh, yeah, it'll be uh, great times. Craig, as always, take care, and we'll talk to you next time on the Crossover Podcast. Thank you.